Hey everyone, thanks for turning on the podcast today. Super pumped because I have my little sister on the show. I actually talked a little bit about her in episode 19. Sarah Vavrina is thebomb.com. Definitely one of the coolest people I know and everyone says that. Also super authentic and genuine and she's just a fireball, also full of love and grace and she's one of my best friends and I've claimed her as my little sister. I don't have a blood-related little sister, but we definitely like share the same blood, I would say. She's just my girl. So anyway, she just graduated from college with an interior design major from Auburn and I thought, why not do a podcast at this time for people going into college? So it could be freshmen or just college in general. Maybe it's your junior year. We're just going to try to cover the spectrum of advice. So I'm glad you're here and I'm super pumped for you to hear from my spunky cool friend. Well, hello, Sarah. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) So excited. And I think everyone's really excited to hear this advice because this is a very maybe tricky time, like going into college. How would you say you felt like, think graduating high school, about to go to college? Were you excited? Yeah, I was definitely excited. I had a lot of nerves. Um, when I was choosing where I wanted to go, I felt like I wanted to do something completely different. And when I went to Auburn, I didn't know a single soul. So it was definitely a big transition and daunting move. Yeah, and I totally felt the same way, but we won't get into my freshman year of college. (laughs) That could be a podcast in its own. But as far as people that have never met you before, maybe just kind of give people like a little background, like who's Sarah? What what are you up to now? You just graduated. So I have always loved art, music, dance. I wanted to follow like a very creative direction when moving to college and still feel like I'm holding that up for myself. Um... After graduating, I'm pocketing my degree. I'm about to go backpack Europe for two months, Um, traveling around, visiting some friends here in Charleston. I love surfing um, and just trying to grow more into myself, figure out where I want to be, where God wants me to be. Um, And yeah. Yeah. And there's like no rush, you know? Yeah. No rush to grow up. (laughs) Growing old, but never up. (laughs) I mean, people like, you having children? I'm like, I am a child. (laughs) I'm not ready for kids. Exactly. Okay, so we split this podcast into talking about kind of what we felt is like college topics, friends and social life, academics, dating, and then kind of overall what we learned. So let's start with number one, friends slash social life. What would you say, Sarah, just graduating, so you can think back to freshman or just overall in college, in this arena, making friends, keeping friends, friends changing, mm-hmm. what would you tell someone that is kind of before you? I would say the biggest thing um, was just to like put myself out there, put yourself out there and be uncomfortable with where you're at in life because college is such a different time it's literally four years of you in a bubble so (laughs) it's time for you to grow and the only way you're gonna grow is to be uncomfortable um I remember this girl texting I just rushed in a sorority and our pledge class was about like 80 girls and this one girl texted in our huge group chat and was like does anyone want to go get Chipotle and just thinking of that scenario no one wants to be the one girl who's like oh I'll go but 
I didn't have any friends and that's the kind of situation where you are a little bit uncomfortable but Mm -hmm. in the long run I would say like friend wise that's where you're going to meet a lot of good people and like learn what you are looking for in relationships in college yeah and like I feel like when you're a freshman in college it is so uncomfortable because you don't know anyone so you're in these situations again of like how do I make friends and it truly is like walking up to someone Mm -hmm. asking them questions and just what you said answering the group me yes I'll go did you like being in a sorority is that where you met majority of your friends I did like being in a sorority and I stayed through it all four years which I feel like is pretty uncommon a lot of girls drop um I definitely found it hard sometimes to not stay true to myself. It was hard to stay true to yourself because you want to follow the norms and what everyone else is doing. Um, But it's all about digging deep and finding those people that you can go in depth with and sticking like true to what you want in a friend. Mm -hmm. That's good. And my only thing as far as friends and social life that I feel like even a freshman in college, it was important for me is to join a club or group or sorority or whatever it is of people that are passionate about what you're passionate about. So if you love to play tennis, join tennis team. If you are super artsy, join a club. If you love to work with Habitat for Humanity, join Habitat for Humanity, even if you go to the interest meeting by yourself. Because... I found I was kind of like putting myself in the wrong avenues when I truly loved to dance. And when I was on dancing, those were my friends all of college because we were just similar. I don't know, dancers have a vibe, but that's probably how everyone feels in their certain clubs, you know? You find people that like what you like as well. Do you have anything else on social life? The only other thing I would maybe say is that you have to own who you are. Um, if someone doesn't like you, that's their problem. Don't change for someone else because you're never going to find happiness within you. It's you and yourself till death you do your part, <laughs> not the girl who you sit next to in math class. Exactly. You know? And their opinion of you genuinely doesn't matter. And not everyone will like you. It's impossible. Us people pleasers, we want everyone to like us. And that can be hard in college because you are putting yourself out there Mm -hmm. to hang out with people. But you'll find your people. Just trust the process, I'd say. Yeah. Okay. Next up. Academics. Oh, I mean college. Like you're going (laughs) to school. So we we have to touch on this. For sure. (laughs) It's a hard balance, I would say, at times. Um, What advice would you give to someone as far as their schooling? Like, how how did you find that balance? I know you were successful in your major. Mm -hmm. So my academic experience was a little bit different than the normal because I was in interior design, and freshman year I just spent the whole year applying to the program, putting in a portfolio, and only a select few girls got accepted into it but regardless of your major I would say try and always come back to that fire that you had going into school like find something you're passionate about and continue with it because work is never going to feel like work or school is not going to feel like school when you have that like excitement and passion for whatever it is you're doing whether it's math or meeting people or design whatever it is um I think there's a fine balance between all of those things. Did, were you, did you feel like you actually found like a social life academic balance? Yeah, I did. And I also made friends with a lot of the girls and people in my classes. Um, and that helped me a lot because we helped each other out. Mm-hmm. You know, that may yeah. be another thing 
find people, sit next to someone in your class mm-hmm. who maybe you normally wouldn't and hang out outside of the classroom. You know, those people can go with you and push you in your career just past um, like tests and studying together. Yeah, that's so true. Like find people in your major as well, not only in the club or yeah. organization. And who you yeah. look up to because mm-hmm. when you have people yeah. who you look up to, that's going to be another drive and something that helps you, again, make it not feel like college or work or whatever it is love that that's so true I would say for me academics wise I may be in like someone that's kind of I don't know if I'm in the minority or like reverse but I was like in the library (laughs) so much of college like I was super obsessed with getting A's and now looking back I'm like "Mm," like that A really wasn't the biggest deal it's it taught me this and dance taught me discipline which I still have and that helps me be successful so that's really important to be disciplined in your schooling have your times but don't make college only academics which I know a lot of people don't do but I just became a little obsessed with it where it's okay to get B's it's okay to get C's like that won't determine your success outside of school definitely I was in the majority I guess you would say where I'm like oh see you'll do because <laughs> I wanted to go have fun and yeah that's hang what out. people that's what I'm trying to say you can have fun but then have the little <laughs> discipline but not as much as me <laughs> loser there's a balance <laughs> that's me no you're you're, you're doing good okay <laughs> next up the big question dating d-a-t-i-n-g there we go Ooh, <laughs> what do we say about it well, it's ironic because all of my advice that I've gotten on dating has probably come from you, Julia. <laughs> a give lot it, of it. Give it to the peeps. Oh, goodness. Well. Dating in college. Yeah, dating or in college. Or tell us about your experience, Sarah, dating in college. <laughs> Let's okay. hear about it. Well, I would say I'm a big relationship girl. <laughs> I do not personally mm. like to date around, mm-hmm. which there's no right or wrong way. I mean. That's just how you are. Yeah, Yeah. I've always been like an eggs all in one basket kind of gal. But I've come to notice lately, like, I don't know, it's okay. Everyone has their different way of going about meeting boys or girls or whatever it is. Um, But I'm huge on knowing what you want, know your self-worth, and don't settle for anything less. Um, Yeah, what else? What would you have to say? (laughs) Knowing self-worth, I'd say, is huge. And what's amazing is looking back at college, like, Julia is not the same Julia. Now I have a new last name, and I'm like, it's really fitting because I don't even resonate (laughs) with Julia in college. But you've, like, done what's really hard is you've, like, stayed true to who you are throughout college, I would, from an outside perspective. Mm -hmm. And, of course, we get lost here and there. But, like, overall, I feel like you stayed true to who you are. How have you... You say self-worth is really important. And I feel like the next question is, how do you Mm -hmm. maintain, know, or discover your self-worth? Yeah. For me, from God, honestly, I feel like throughout college, I saw a lot of my friends and a lot of people just in general follow what they thought this norm was of a relationship and that Snapchatting or playing the stupid games or whatever it is. And at times it was like, it kind of felt lonely, but I knew that like my self-worth came from God and I literally put the uh, Bible verse in my mirror and I memorized it, Psalm 139, 14. Um, I praise you for your works are fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. 
I know that full well, something like that. I may have butchered it, but um, what his works are fearfully and wonderfully made. And that is where I got like my self-worth from. And whether that felt like Mm. lonely at times, like I knew what I wanted and I didn't change that for a guy or just for like a one night stand or anything. Like, of course I'm human and like Mm -hmm. things happen, but overall I would say that's where I got yeah you from. just kept rooting yourself in that verse really knowing that you're fearfully wonderfully made and that God has you mm-hmm. God loves you God's got your back and has someone great for you right yeah and that's hard to hear when everyone else is doing something different I think you told me like it's so rare to find like that one person mm-hmm. so it's not going to come every weekend or it's not going to mm-hmm. happen this night or that night you know it, it's rare for a reason and like it's worth holding out because your man is rare exactly he's rare because you're rare you're extremely special and rare and chosen so he is too so go on your dates get to know people but that your person is rare so you're not going to meet him every single date of course you're mm-hmm. going to meet him in divine timing you know exactly and kind of with that I just think of when you know you know, in the sense of even, like, there could be a handsome guy, he's great, you're on a date, and you just don't feel it. And all your friends are like, Sarah, you're so crazy. He's amazing. He's great. Yeah. Give him the opportunity, blah, 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 blah. And in your spirit, like, people would always tell me that. And I'd say, no. I just, I <laughs> yeah. don't feel it, and I know. So mm-hmm. it's really committing. Don't waste your time on someone else when you know they're not the right one. Mm-hmm. Because that could be so much energy and time spent on developing amazing girl friendships that you're going to have your whole life, that discovering yourself and who you are, having fun, going on adventures. When you're spending your time on some dude that in a few months you're like, eh, no. Yeah. You know? And sure, I get where some people can say it's fun, but is it really? Yeah. Like, I just think it's a waste of energy. For sure. There's some guys out there who will hand you mm-hmm. a bouquet of red flags <laughs> because they're charmers and you want to take it and you mm-hmm. want to have fun and it's mm-hmm. just not worth it. I can assure you that. Yeah. When you get that red flag, girl, <laughs> you just say no. <laughs> You're better than that. Yeah. As far as dating, last piece of advice from me, which I learned in college and it changed my life, and I need to do a whole podcast on this, and I've said this before, y'all, so hold me accountable, but make a commitment or don't tell me you love her, or make a commitment and don't tell me you love this person. Make a commitment. In college, there, I'm speaking to guys because that's my interest, but... (laughs) (laughs) There, it's just wishy-washy. It's wishy-washy. It's back and forth. It's, oh, you're great. Like, maybe I'll hang out. But, no, I don't want to actually date you. Right. You know? Commitment so, is hot. Commitment is sexy. Come on. <laughs> it, it is. So make a commitment or don't tell me you love her. I repeated that to myself. And when people weren't trying to make a commitment, I was like, nah, I'm better, I'm better than that. <laughs> I deserve commitment. Exactly. And that's where the self-worth comes back in. Yes. And you did make a note here, and you said this, which I'm shocked because I would say this too, no Snapchat. Yeah. Boys be asking for Snapchat. Say, homie, get my number. Be a gentleman. Ask for my digits and text me. Yeah, if you want to Snapchat <laughs> on the side, I mean, I get it. Yes. You can do that. But do not have that as your main form of communication, communication because it's just not it. No. It's just not it. Just, I don't care. I mean, I'm an- not anti-Snapchat, but like, I don't care what you're eating. <laughs> or you're just face, like, doing nothing. 
But I know that's the thing right now. So maybe that makes me old. <laughs> I had it in college and was obsessed with it. Like I, I was Snapchat, a psycho Snapchatter. Yeah. I was over the top. I put my whole life on it. I still use Snapchat, but not if I'm trying to get to know someone. Like I'm not. Hang we're, out. We're dating to move forward in life. We're not dating around just to like, I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't float? Know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly my point. <laughs> Drown, float. <laughs> get to know someone. Yeah, we want to fly and soar. Let's get to know. Calling, that's even better. Call, hang out. <laughs> How about don't get to know someone over the phone? Perfect. If they're, you're in college, they're in your bubble. Like, freaking talk in person. Okay. <laughs> Can you tell we're passionate? <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started. All right. Is that, Sarah, any other advice on dating? Or what I you learned about, about dating? Did you sum it? Mm-hmm. Okay. What did you learn, Sarah, overall in college? Overall. Um, overall. Um, I would say you're not going to have everything figured out. I think going into college, I was a planner. I had this, like, I had this, that, everything that you could imagine planned out. And... Now that I have graduated, I've come to see that none of those plans actually happen. Literally, I don't think one of them. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, especially with COVID, that really threw a curveball. Yeah. Um, but life is going to throw you curveballs. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's the overall lesson, I guess, that I learned. You're not going to have it figured out. Things are going to change, but that's the most exciting part. Like, if you know everything that's going to happen to you in college or just life in general, what is the fun in that? Like, yeah. And that also brings me back to pray about everything. Go to God. He's not going to lay out your life plan for you because then he would have no meaning. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Chop and fire. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Okay, what did we learn overall? Well, looking back, I learned a lot. Like I said, I feel like a different person. But I would say in college, most overall in those four years, I discovered myself there was a lot of learning honestly some regrets I hate the word regret but like kind of like mistakes like moments where I was like "Eh, I don't want to do that again maybe moments I truly learned from um but there was a lot of up and downs like it's hard making different friends it's hard dating it's hard to go against the crowd of like you're maybe getting wasted but then you you wake up and you feel like that didn't serve me I don't feel great Mm -hmm. but doing it again there's no problem doing it it's a matter of how do you feel from that so I'd say I just truly college was a time of discovery it took a lot of grace a lot of love for me when I look back that was a prime time of growth And a lot of moments of tears and setbacks and confusion and feeling lost. But amazing, great times. Like great memories. So much laughter. So much goodness in the mix of it all. It's such a, what's the word? Growing? Transformational? For sure. You saying this is making me like want to add like we are human. Like Mm -hmm. that's just how it is. Like I have told myself, oh, I'm not going to do that again. Guess what? I did it again. Yeah. Like it's okay. Because that's we're human. Yeah. Yeah. And it is a lot of grace. Like give yourself like the time and day to let yourself be just that. To learn. Mm -hmm. It's okay to grow. It's like that's necessary and learn. Definitely. Okay, Sarah. So I know you had for yourself or for everyone listening, five points for college peeps yep let's go lay it on us 
All right, number one, try to make friends with a wide range of people. Allow yourself to be uncomfortable in social situations and just put yourself out there. Um, I think it's great to find a group that you always are hanging out with um, or your core group, whatever you want to call it, but it's important to associate yourself not only with people who don't think and see the world like you, um, but people who will push you to grow. Number two, give everything to God. Every worry, every celebration, and if you don't know how to do that, just start by saying it out loud. I know I didn't at first, and I literally just said the words, Lord, I give this to you, I surrender this to you, Um, and that took me a lot longer to figure out. I feel like my first two years of college was a bit of a blur. I didn't know God as well as I do now, Um, but we're human, and that's the whole point. I was living in this kind of tiny bubble for myself, and once I came to build a relationship with God, things didn't really get easier, but they had a purpose, and I had a push to keep going. Uh, Number three, own who you are. Somebody doesn't like you, that's their problem. Never change what you believe in and or to please someone else. Always say what you feel um, and don't give a flying hoot about if people <laughs> agree, honestly. Um, and that's not about being stubborn or correct or right. It's just about realizing that you can see the world differently from someone else and still get along and be happy within yourself. Number four, hold tight to people that matter. Whether that be newly found friends in college or old friends from high school or elementary school or whatever it is, don't lose touch with them and put in the effort to keep in touch. My aunt always told me that people in college or before that are so important to your life in years to come because they will be the ones who knew you way back when and having someone know the old you can be an awesome gift. And lastly, number five, don't let fear stop you from doing anything. I've been living by this motto, fear is a good enough reason to do anything lately and usually everything that you want is on the other side of fear and we can do hard things whether we fear them or not. We can do hard things. (laughs) Mic drop. (laughs) So good, Sarah. That's beautiful advice. Well, thank you for coming on my podcast. And I know this is going to help so many people. So y'all, if you're listening to this, if you know someone graduating college, starting college, in college, we are praying and hoping that this can be helpful or there's just one thing in this that connects to you and can help you on your journey. Because as we said, we both discovered a lot about ourselves. So why not help people discover or start on that journey a little yes, sooner? For sure. Thanks for having me. Yay. <laughs> Love you, Soulful Jewels peeps. See you soon. Ciao.